Welcome to episode 90 of my podcast, The View from the Crow's Nest. It is Thursday the 3rd of September and I am your host, Mr Romeo Crow, coming to you through your ear holes. Well, today, excuse me, <coughs> yesterday I think I was feeling a bit low, I can't really remember, but um, it was a day of, you know, just kind of trying to get myself motivated yesterday, trying to get on with work. So today I thought I would... Um, do something which would probably motivate me straight away, which is starting the day with music rather than trying to get into work. And, um, excuse me, as a consequence, I mixed or remixed a track, um, a song called East, which is going into The Lab for next week. The Lab is my private members club um, where I release a new bit of music every week, amongst a lot of other things. And um, then afterwards, I wanted to find the the song for the week after because what I'm trying to do is every week do two songs two posts for the lab which is the songs themselves and the story behind the songs videos so that every week I get kind of one extra week ahead of myself um, and um, so I was looking listening to a couple of songs and there was one song called Worrying Times which I think was from maybe 2013 I think something like that uh, perhaps a bit earlier and um and I'm sure I did some kind of recording of it somewhere, but the only recording I could find was um, one of the original ideas where I could find two recordings, and they were both on my phone, acoustic guitar and vocals. Um, not very good recording, and um, but, it, you know, good songs. So I thought, you know what? Why don't I do something crazy, since it's just an acoustic guitar and a vocal, and re-record it? Because I haven't actually recorded a track, like guitar or vocals, whatever, since probably about January or something. So... Um, I thought, let's do that. Let's just get, you know, part of my, you know, just get out of your ego and out of your, all oh, the environment has to be right or I have to have done this or what, and just get on with it. So I did. And uh, so I recorded a version of it. It's a track called Worrying Times, as I say, and it's, um, it's part of my Bond suite, my James Bond suite. So one of them I already released a few years ago, which is called Please Don't Make Me Cry. And then there was this one called Worrying Times, and then there's another one, I can't remember what it's called, um, I can't even remember what, how it goes, but I know it's around somewhere. And um, the three of them collectively, to my mind, are very Bond-esque songs, and in fact were written to be kind of Bond-esque songs. Eventually I'd like to have you know, an orchestra on them and everything, but I'm getting a little ahead of myself, because really I only just managed seven years later to record an acoustic guitar and the vocal part, so let's, uh, you know, let's take things one step at a time. But um, but nonetheless, I worked on music till probably about, by the time I did that, mixed that one, it was probably about three, yeah, about three o'clock before I kind of got on with quote-unquote real work. Um, but it did, I've got to say, it did really feel good to, to just focus on creative, you know, music, and um, so that was cool. And um, I've had quite a few people, I said, on a different note, um, the Grip the Sky experience, which I released last weekend, I had, uh, I sent out a... Um, what do you call it, a uh, survey, because I wanted to find out from the people who I thought had seen it, you know, a bit of feedback from them. Principally, I wanted to know how I could improve it, because as you might have heard earlier in the week, I was saying that I felt quite disappointed that there hadn't been much actual interaction on it. And I had some lovely messages back from people, and on this survey I had really nice responses from everybody, um, either mostly five stars out of five, uh, otherwise four stars and then, you know, lots of other nice things. And it was an anonymous survey as well, so no one has to feel obliged to put anything. But um, 
so that's really cool but I still haven't had a particular response on, on it you know and, and interaction on it so that's still a bit concerning because that's really important that it motivates people to want to participate in all the different things that are on there um, and if they don't then it's not going to work as a particularly as a marketing experiment which is principally what it is or you know in part what it is so lovely to get those lovely responses but from a marketing standpoint um you know i need to work out what's what's not working with it so that's um yeah so that was one of the things um but yesterday a couple of there were a couple of positive things which i didn't mention in yesterday's podcast i kind of completely forgot because i was feeling a little bit um uh down with it um sorry one second going in or out um, sorry, it's late here. I'm keeping my voice down so as not to disturb anybody. Um, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, so a couple of things that um, were, were actually really positive. So one of them is a psychologically positive one, which is I, yesterday I reserved three domain names, or I bought three domain names, and um, they are Digital Rights Exchange, Digital Rights Marketplace, and Digital Rights Market. And the exciting thing, I always find whenever I buy a domain name, and I've bought quite a lot of domain names now, I always get really excited because to me they represent ultimate possibility. You know, you buy the domain name because you have an idea for a business or for something um, which is going to take that domain and thrive in its space, etc. Um, but this one is particularly interesting, at least to me, because uh, without sounding egotistical about it or um, big-headed or whatnot, which you'll know if you know me isn't really my, you know, my general way of doing something, this is the first, and I honestly mean this, the first billion-dollar idea I've ever had. I've had one idea before which I put in the tens of millions of category, um, and only one. No ideas after that of the hundred millions category, but this is a billion-dollar idea. Now, I'm not going to go into any details about it, because, you know, I'll keep this one and see what happens. But um, if I talk about Digital Rights Exchange or DRX, as I would like to buy, but that domain's not available, but eventually I'd like to get it. Um, this is a this is a serious <laughs> this is a serious idea. So I'm good at ideas. What I'm not so good at is following them through. So that's um, my big kind of focus in the last couple of months and onwards is you know getting things done bringing on a team principally to help me with that um, and all those various things so I mention it here just so I've got a record of the you know the, the kind of date that uh, it started or at least it officially started although that's the date that the uh, domains were bought but um, that's really exciting for me and uh, we'll see what happens with that in the future I will obviously keep you up to date if and when anything happens on that the other really cool thing, which was far more practical, um, is we have another uh, burgeoning uh, brand and business called World Schooling Hub. And the idea of World Schooling Hub is it's a suite of products and services for the world schooling community. And what's really cool is the first product that, we, that I built was um, basically an interactive map where world schooling families can place their pins just like a place on a Google map and then search for people near them and get in contact with people. Really simple concept. Surprisingly, it hadn't been done, so I thought it needs to be building because we need it, and blah, blah. And what's really cool is any time we tell anybody about it, any world schooling families, they're really keen. Like, it's, um, you know, it has traction straight away. People want to sign up. People want to use it. They're interested. 
and yesterday Simona was in a um, an Italian world school or Italian homeschooling group for Naples and somebody asked said oh, I wish there was something like this and blah 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 and someone said actually <laughs> we've got it and so the site is actually down at the moment because I've got to um, do some updates to it so it's been down for a little bit and haven't got round to doing those updates so I've just got basically a holding page one holding page it's in English it's not very well designed it's not great but it's there and um, Simona said, oh, I'm just going to share it in the group. So I said, like, well, hang on, let me put a sign-up button there because, um, you know, if anybody wants to drop their email, we can let them know. And so despite it being in English and these being Italian, non-English speakers, um, she shared the link and we got a whole bunch of sign-ups off of it. And it just, it's a reminder that um, in the polar opposite almost to, not polar opposite, but the opposite to Grip the Sky experience to a degree, and um, one of the clients that we're working with, with Audience Ninja, they've built a product, but they've got no traction yet, which hopefully in the next week we're going to help them to get traffic to it, and hopefully that will change the fortunes. But um, it, it's a reminder that when you have people asking you about or, or showing real interest in something, you know, you're on to a bit of a winner, because as I worked in sales for over 10 years, and um, you know, trained in sales, and then really have spent a lot of time researching, looking into marketing. And if there's one major mistake that most businesses make, myself included, I'm sure, is they build products or services without validating and actually getting sales and getting the market interested and whatnot. Whereas the lean startup idea, um, it's not the only one, but certainly it's one that I ascribe to, uh, basically states. You build the, the minimal possible thing you need to build in order to validate the hypothesis that you have that people might be interested in or take the next action, whatever that next action is. So um, this would be a classic case of um, if we wanted to test whether people were interested in a world schooling um, directory, as it were then um, you know you just build a one-page website that says that it's happening or that you've got it or blah blah and if they click a link within it to sign up even if that link doesn't take them anywhere at least you know that people are interested so whatever your um, you know whatever business idea you have or thing that you're working on project or whatnot remember that the best possible thing you can do is obviously get people interested in using it and that process can happen and should really happen before you even build it um, you know art is a bit different because you know who are you building it for you're building it for yourself probably at least to start with because you're an artist and you just want to get creative and get that stuff out there but if you're thinking of commercializing something and selling it in any way shape or form whether it's art or business or whatever then um, validate as early as quickly as possible get people get traffic to it see what's happening and then make informed decisions from there which is what you know hopefully i'll do with grip the sky once i start with the ads for it and get traffic cold traffic who doesn't know who i am um visiting it that's when i can really a you know almost guarantee a certain amount of traffic if i spend a certain amount of money and b get that data to learn from and hopefully improve from so much so that the um you know that, that it's not a complete disaster but um that's the whole point check as soon as you can before you build everything um so that was really positive a reminder that the world schooling hub which is kind of a bit dormant at the moment obviously because of covid we didn't really do anything with it because no one was traveling now that that's eased up in a lot of places and people are moving about it's time to relook really at that and there's a ready market out there 
how we're able to monetize it and if we're able to do it it's a different story though hopefully we've got some good ideas which fingers crossed should work but um you know that's not, that's nice to know that basically you've got an idea and a product that people want so that's cool that was a, another cool thing and then on a, a different note related um audience ninja so i had um sent an email to UK Open Mic, which was our primary business before COVID shut it down, to let people know that although the pubs are open and the music's on again in pubs in theory, we're not running open mics because um, the restrictions along with uh, to do with music are just too much to make them viable at the moment. And then I put a quick one-liner in there to say, and in the meantime, basically you've started a little marketing agency, um, ideally for musicians, let me know if you want any more info. And a bunch of people asked for a bit more info. So I actually put together um, what turned out to be an unintentionally an hour and 10 minutes or something video where I walk through literally from start to finish, uh, from beginner to expert kind of thing, um, the entire marketing strategy that I've consulted clients on and that I've spoken at, um, you know, at, uh, as a speaker at events and, um, and what we're doing with our clients on Audience Ninja and what indeed I'm going to do with myself and have done with myself. So I laid it all out and um, people can just run with that, you know, they can do that themselves and if they want help, that's where Audience Ninja um, can step in and help them. And I've had a few people off the back of that say, oh, can you send us pricing? Can you send us more details? So that's really positive as well um, because obviously, one, it's great to have some business and we, you know, we're happy to get more clients for Audience Ninja. Two, and more importantly, you know, I want to empower musicians so that they don't give up on their music careers and instead, um, you know, actually uh, can can monetize it and can build it and do something useful with it. So um, useful, you know, and sustainable is what I mean by useful. So um, hopefully that'll be um, the first of a few extra musicians who come onto Audience Ninja. And um, um, yeah, that'll basically you know, start moving things forward there. So that was positive news um positive step forward so yesterday i was feeling a bit negative with things and today i'm looking a bit more at the positive with things and i think the major difference is i slept a touch an hour more and also um you know i focused on music today for the what turned out to be the majority of the day and that certainly put me in a better frame of mind and then tonight we went out to meet some friends took mina out and we went to meet some friends about 9 30 but i must say i was super tired and so was the husband of the friends that we met. And then turns out so was Mina and so was their daughter, who's uh, nine. And uh, so it was all a bit um, it was all a bit dry. But Simona and the uh, wife had a good chat. So um, and they were happy. So happy wives, happy lives um, for us all. And now it's midnight and uh, it's time to go to bed. Happy to say also that I've kept up. I think I've just done day five, maybe even day six of my um, um, video series, Romeo Crow's Daily Noodle. So I've been playing guitar, I've been doing songs and it's, you know, it's organically growing and changing. Uh, I'll probably end up doing some covers in it. I'll do some of my own songs as I've done the last couple of days. I'll do some jam days. Um, but it does get lit, does get me out of the house. I mean, even if it's only onto the balcony, but it gets me out of the house. It gets you playing guitar, even if it's only for 10 minutes. But that's kind of half the idea. And this being episode 90, I've kept up with my daily podcast. So, you know, there's a lot of 
there's a lot of irons in the fire, a lot of things happening and um, a lot of things still to do. But, um, you know, it was never going to be a sprint. It's always a long, long marathon. And on that note, I will bid you a wonderful evening, morning, afternoon or wherever it is, whatever it is, wherever you're listening. And just remind you, if you've got to this part, come to Twitter at Romeo Crow and say yo, yo, yo. And if you say yo, 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 I'll give you a treat. I don't know what that treat is, but hey, why not? I'm sure I'll, if you do it, I'll come up with something. Well, thank you very much for listening and I will speak to you tomorrow. Toodle, pip. <laughs>